0: plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary come on grab <laughs> the on the threat. <laughs> It's the Ed Lever. That's me. And it's time for another Come On, Son podcast. Moni Love. Y'all know Moni very well. My co-host on my morning show, the Ed Lover Show. And I had an opportunity to sit down and talk to one of the most legendary comics and activists to ever walk the face of the earth, Mr. Dick Gregory, who recently passed away. So I thought I'd take this opportunity out right now to let you guys hear a little bit, or maybe, a matter of fact, not a little bit, all of my conversation with Mr. Dick Gregory. Dick Gregory can sometimes be all over the place. And I ain't going to lie to you. But a lot of times, if you really, really, really listen to what Dick Gregory says, he makes a lot of sense. Dick Gregory was an activist, man. And at a time when it wasn't even cool to be an activist, like Dick Gregory put his career and lifeblood on the line so that social injustices would stop happening In this country, Dick Gregory was arrested. Dick Gregory ran for president in 1968. Dick Gregory had dogs biting him and carted off to jail, all in the name of social justice and against social injustice. Dick Gregory was the first African American comic to force The Tonight Show to let him sit down and be interviewed, thusly opening the door for other African Americans to appear on The Night Show on The Tonight Show. When you used to appear on The Tonight Show as an African-American, you would perform, but they would never let you sit down. And Dick Gregory, who was one of the top top comics at the time, refused to let them treat him that way. So our hats go off and our condolences go out to his family. We were one of the last people to interview Dick Gregory the last time he was here in Atlanta. And um, I cherish the fact that I had an opportunity to speak with this man, talk with this man, and be even in the same room with one of the greatest of all time, Mr. Dick Gregory. So right now, Ed Lover, uh, Cigars International, and Nissan South Morrow all present to you a conversation with Mr. Dick Gregory. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ed Lover Show with Moni Love. Joining us in the studio is an American civil rights activist, social critic, writer, entrepreneur, and A comedy legend, Mr. Dick Gregory. How are you, sir? I'm fantastic. I was looking at who you was talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fantastic. Of course I'm talking about you. How
1: are you? If it get any better, I would call the police. It'd be a crime.
0: You know what? I was thinking to myself uh, when they told me that you were coming in, like, what is one of the first questions I wanted to ask you? And from the time I was a kid and my parents always had comedy albums in the house and always talked about comedians. You were one of the comedians that I looked up to that really made me want to even get into comedy We said, Look, in the they first They told
1: to Jesus on Thursday and killed him on Friday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My well, thing was, being a successful comedian from the 1950s that you that you were and still are a very successful comedian today, what made you decide to become a social activist because you didn't have to?
1: I'd always been. I mean, I didn't know nothing about show. Sure. I was born and raised in St. Louis. Right. You didn't see no comics. On TV, it was white comics, and I just wasn't into that rhythm. I thought they was corny. Uh-huh. You know? So I never did see that. And it was very interesting. I was the life for the party. That's all that was. You mm-hmm. know, I was, the, I was the clown. Right. So if you was the clown, you didn't have to learn nothing. And I, my report card showed it. It said <laughs> at the bottom, Richard is a good boy. <laughs> you know, people used to pick on me. And then one day, when you get honest with yourself, I say, man, that stuff they're saying about me is funny. Right. Huh? Then I started using it on them before they could use it on me. Okay. See, that's what comedy is. Yeah. If it's funny, anybody here, the difference is it's a rhythm. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A rhythm. No more. And and little by little, and the juvenile gangs, they see me coming, they cross on the other side of the street. mm And then I didn't know anything about comedy. And right now... The best laugh you ever had didn't come from no comic. It came from friends or relatives. Right. Comedy is a timing, a timing. And I, I didn't know nothing about show business. I didn't know nothing about sports. I just couldn't believe that folks that own the sports team is the trillion dollar industry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you got poor blacks and poor whites that play Rich white folks going not let their children play sports. That's right. And so, what's that about? You know? Uh-huh. And then it, it affects you so bad. If your car was rattling, you'd get it fixed. Football, your child get hit in the head. And you know something wrong because they hat size sheep changing every week. Mm. <laughs> you know, something in there is growing. Right. So that's that's the game. We hear about these major contracts. That's for poor folks. That's $100 million. Do you know any athlete or entertainer that ever opened up a major company? No. It's not. So that's the business side of it. So when I go to the football game and see it, I see slavery all over again. Mm. Negro in the field with something look like a a, a a football, but it's cotton. White boy sitting on the bench with the clipboard trying to act intelligent. And that's what this is about. So mm. we know now that for your son to go play football and down, you can't stop nothing because you poor and you trying to get something through them. But if your car was rattling, we would stop it. It's how they can take you and reduce you down to an insignificant nothing. Right. And so that's what that's what we look at. Mm. And it's racist. And I didn't know till I started doing research that the Negro League, don't, they made more money than the white boys. Why? Because they played twelve months out the year. Huh? They had more injuries because when you stop for Nine months, you go out, drink, party, and do all that. Then you got to start it up again. Right. It didn't happen. And I'm really shocked to find out that the Negro League made more money than the white boys did. Because most of the time, the same teams owned both of them. It's a race thing. Right. So they would go south, they'd go west. And it was something very interesting. When they busted um, the, the, uh, what is it, the... The golf player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Tiger Woods. When they busted him, and he got out the game for a while, okay? 50% was the loss. Because I didn't realize 50% of the white folks was coming to see him lose. Yeah. <laughs> 50% come see him win. So after he wasn't there, I didn't have to buy a ticket. So when we mix all that in and put racism... White supremacy. I mean, are we really stupid enough to believe the Ku Klux Klan determined public policies? Most of them can't read or write. (laughs) Now, if you look at Trump, one simple thing about Trump, the richest Republicans on the planet is the Rockefellers, the DuPonts, the Mellons, the Henry Ford. If they didn't like what he was doing, they'd have killed him a long time ago. Mm. Okay? This is how this works. And then you look at him... Number trash. I go all over the world, and at the Russians say, what, "What's the most shocking thing you see?" I said, "I go to America, and black folk talking about Trump. I come over here, and all y'all talking about is cops killing black folk. You don't hear black folk talking about that. As crazy as Trump is. He ain't never shot no Negro on the back of the head. Mm. So the priorities, the priorities, the priorities. Hillary and Trump are cousins. Okay. Hmm." This is a game. And I know the guy who writes both of them speeches. Mm. So I could call him and say, hey, Ed, what's going on, man? Bill Cosby, a white racist system don't care about who you having sex with. If you're a sports or athlete, they beat up their wives, they rape people at parties, and they get away with it. So what make us think now is different with Bill Cosby. Well... Bill Cosby got mixed up because he thought white America loved him. So we did get a show. Ed Weinberger, I taught him how to write. Mm. He wrote the show. See, comics don't make the money. It's the writers. If Bill's made $2 billion on the Cosby show, which he has, Ed's made $40 billion. Oh, wow. Okay? And so when you stop and you think about it, you know, what is this about? Well, thirty-five years ago, when Bill's son was killed, Bill and Ed was trying to negotiate to buy NBC. Mm. Huh? They yes, said, sir. You okay? Cause you white, right? But you Jewish, don't forget that. But he's mm-hmm. not. Right. Well, how did that work, man? When when he's told white America love him, the Jello commercial. Them white children be riding on his back, eating tapioca out of his ears. Yeah, <laughs> America's dad and all that right. crap, you know? Now, what was his name? Dr. Who? Well, Dr. Huxtable. You haven't met anybody named Husker. <laughs> I, mean, have you ever met I don't know nobody black named Huxtable. <laughs> no, no. You know any white folks named Huxtable? <laughs> that name don't threaten white folks. Right. So they invented it. Okay, they invented it. Right. And it was okay. Until he reached over. Now, let's go back and look at I know him. Right. You never seen him in a shirt and a tie. He's in some sweatshirt from some college. That didn't threaten white folks. Mm -hmm. Bill ain't never finished high school, man. Okay? Mm -hmm. But they give him, and they say, this is what y'all should be like. Y'all should be like Dr. Cosby. And then the bus came down. Here's what ran him crazy. Here's hmm? what ran him crazy. That Mercedes he had for his son was the only car on the planet that the tires had a reboot. Most of them got it. Now you got a flat tire. Reboots itself. They have run flats on it. You hear me? So when you hear them say he had a flat, that's impossible. So then Bill went crazy. He couldn't understand it, and what he could understand, now look, how do you be Bill Cosby? And you the hottest thing going, and your son get killed, you can't do no more jello commercials. Bill didn't kill nobody. So when you start looking, you say, wait, something is not right. Mm-hmm. And look at this case, man. I got black folks saying, Is Bill blind? Who told you? White folks saying, white folks, killed him, told you. Right. How you know he's blind. Huh? Mm-hmm. So 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 you you stop and you think about now. Two things that got him in trouble this
0: time—he
1: hmm? was putting a group together to buy Discovery, and they broke. They almost bankrupt. Mm. The rhythm done changed, huh? Mm. And so all at once now, they say, "Let's get him." Now they go back forty years and get some women, huh? That say it. Now, I got seven daughters. The Last thing I'm gonna do is defend somebody that misused women. Right. But I know this game. And so all at once now, he got to go to court in Pennsylvania the day after Fourth of July because everybody before that, they won't hear what happened. So they're back home now. And the ribs is digested. <laughs> and, and, and so all at once now, here's a white woman huh, in Pennsylvania. That's already settled the case. Huh? Right. So how do you open up the case? and said, no, no, uh, we're going to look at this again. Right. You're going to do that, okay? So all at once, they look at it, and they said, no, no, we're going to take you to trial. Oh. So now they got the trial set for June Mm -hmm. next year. Mm -hmm. Now, ask yourself a question. If you're a lawyer and you got a team of lawyers, and all of this PR is coming out, then all at once your lawyers are going to handle them women for free. Right. You get more money. Huh? So I think there's been a deal cut that whatever they want, and I think I know what it is, mm. that land that Bill owns in Pennsylvania has more oil under the ground than Kuwait. Mm. Huh? <laughs> Michael Netherland had the same thing. Right. Okay. So they give you one thing and we buy it. And then all at once, you know, something. I thought they was going to kill him uh-huh. and make it look like suicide, you know, until i checked the stuff. It's like, for instance, I'm Dick Gregory. If you went to high school and college with me, wouldn't you tell people? Yeah. How come you ain't feeling nobody that said I went to college with President Obama? Hmm? Are y'all crazy? You haven't seen one person say, oh, I was in his chemistry class. No, here's Pepperdine, the law school. University of Chicago, Columbia, and Harvard. There ain't nobody gangsters. But I'm asking you again. How come you haven't met nobody
0: or somebody write a book? I was in his chemistry. He slept all the time. You haven't seen this. The only person that I've ever heard talk about him in college is his wife. Huh? His wife. Said what? That, that she known him from um, Harvard Law. They met... Man... You know, when I understood white
1: folks, it was a tragedy. Man, I'm looking at Bugs Bunny, and I swear <laughs> to God, I thought they could laugh and talk and smile, so I bought me a rabbit. I couldn't get that rabbit to do nothing. I thought it was a racist thing. Mm. And then it dawned on it, rabbits can't talk. Right. Hollywood do anything they want to do. Right. And I'm sitting there, bought me a rabbit so I could chat with it. huh <laughs> <laughs> I say, laugh, punk, I'm a comic. <laughs> Rabbit just sit there. You know, like rats, they don't like cheese. You take a picture, and they say, say cheese. So when you take a picture of a rat, what you tell them to say? Cheese. You know? Right. You hear what I'm saying? So when I was a little boy, the only time it was a rat in our house, it was taking a shortcut. We had nothing in our house that a rat could eat. Right. You know? yeah. And so it's this whole thing that once you open up your head and listen. My mama told me that Santa Claus was a white boy and she was buying her toys. That's my mama. Right. <laughs> That's my mama. And she was so crazy. You know, We're we, getting the toys in June, be playing with it, watch the wagon down, put it back. Right. You know, we having a ball. Mm. But then my loyalty to black folks, What like you said, white folk didn't make me. See, there was a law that I never knew about that black comics couldn't work white nightclubs, okay? Mm-hmm. I was the first black to work a nightclub because of the Playboy Club, nothing else. Right. Now, when you stop and think about how many geniuses, Richard Prize, did we lose because there was no room for them. You could sing, you could dance, but you couldn't stand flat-footed and talk to white folks, then they know how smart you are. Wow. That's what that was about. You could buck dance. You could do all the crazy stuff you want. And then you take jazz, because me and Miles was like, the Miles, crazy. Funny? <laughs> right. And so I said, Miles, you ain't number doo-doo. He said, what do you mean? I said, first, you cuss white folks out. Hmm? I ain't never seen you in the civil rights movement cussing no white folks out. Those are your people who paid to see you. huh? So don't overrate this. Nobody talks about Nina Simona that cussed out a whole white state. Mississippi, goddamn, not one black jazz man can you trace where they even said anything about Georgia, Alabama, and Mississippi. Think mm. about that. And then you got Billie Holiday, mm-hmm. way back before the Depression, talking about y'all lynching black men from trees. That don't mean nothing to you but not a black man, never. This is a game. And so my thing was me, man. When I bought me a Rolls Royce, I bought it for me, not for the children. I ain't got no guarantee they'll marry somebody that don't like me and buy a Rolls Royce and <laughs> let me ride in
0: it. You
1: see what that whole thing is? So I've been married 56 years. I got my wife pregnant. I can think about no marriage. And they get all, oh, oh come on, baby. I got the sex the first night. I did not have sex with you to create a child. Huh? (laughs) I was getting some booty. That's all. (laughs) Now, there are people out here that would never stoop to the level of having sex without having a baby. Right. I wasn't one of those. Matter of fact, my wife got a little upset when I said, I think I got this booty the first night. I'm not sure. (laughs) She said it was the second night. (laughs) Okay, do it. Make any difference. Now, I said to her, if you want this to work, because I don't care. It's not about love. It's can you be lovable. And she must have heard me. That's 57 years ago this year. Wow. Okay? I'm safe with you. you safe with me. The whole time we've been married, she's never raised her voice to me or the children as loud as I'm talking now. Wow. If you have children, that's being lovable. Ain't no sex involved with that. Mm. Huh? Men walk in the house and, and, and see what I love about the black system, and I guess that's why I'm successful. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know 'em. A black American woman is the only woman on the planet that can take a butter knife and cut your ties to the rims. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't go to school. You ain't never walked through the house looking for something and found a pamphlet. We're having butter knife talk tonight. <laughs> And the butter knife can't even cut butter. Right. So it's something inside. It. All she asks you is who is Melba. Mm. And you get in all this old will. And so she just smiled. Go draw your bath water. And you go out. You got a truck. She don't care what it is. <laughs> yeah. you go out there. All four of them is gone. And we don't see who she is. Mm. We don't see who she is. Huh? Her. You say her, that's a woman. Right. Hurricanes. Is named after the spirit of a black woman. See, the black woman is cool, man. One I got to get together tell you about the slavery. She told us not to get on that boat. You mm. understand? <laughs> ah, you don't know what you're talking about. Mm. So we went down there and looked at it and peeped at it, and next thing you know, we was on. They ain't had no cotton. Ain't nobody calling me nigger. I got on, and she's out there waving, saying, come on, come on. Ah, you don't want to go. Hmm? So... Here we are, right? Okay. Now, the spirit of a black woman is the hurricane. All hurricanes started West Africa at the same point where they put the slaves on the ship. Mm. Not in the vicinity. The same point. All hurricanes stay on the water and follow the same trail that the, the slave ship followed. No slave was offloaded the ship so they got to the Caribbean. Huh? No right. hurricane jumps above water till they get to the you It'll hit this country and come all the way up the East Coast, all the way to Maine. Yeah. Now, Maine is as close to Canada as you are to me. Canada's right. never had a hurricane because they ain't never messed with a sister. They turn right and go on and look for the uh... rest of us. We out here and don't know this. We out here and don't feel this. I got to be validated by somebody that hate me. Mm. Man, if you beating me and whooping me and raping my children and my daughter and them, how are you going to make me something to pick cotton? So it's obvious the people that made the cotton gin was the ones picking cotton. Right. Why are you going to make my burden easy? You ain't made it easy for something else. Right. And so we had a big march in St. Louis. It's called The Stroll. It's a 50-block area where... The sisters come at five o'clock and they stroll the fifty block, and white boys come in from the suburbs to pick them up. Okay, so we mm-hmm. said, "Let's hit them. Let's, let's, let's stop this." And so we go out. We go to jail. Hmm? To jail. So I'm on the, uh, CBS's show morning. So when I get out, mm-hmm. and the uh, guy said, "Mr. Gregory, uh, what is it about prostitution? There ain't nothing about it." I said, "They didn't have prostitution." Let the go downtown and sit in front of the First National Bank. He said, why? Because prostitution is for the benefit of white men. You mean Negro men? No, I have to. Me and her was in the slave. She didn't have a job. I didn't have a job. The booty was free, man. Right. I ain't pay, what am I going to pay with? Some cotton? Some <laughs> turnips? Huh? And now it's done changed. So I get her when she finished with you. Mm-hmm. Wet and a pocket full of money. The booty's always been free to me, mm. and anyway got us believing that certain things is a racial slur. Redneck cracker is not a racial slur. i born and raised in Missouri. I worked on the floods, huh? And the sun in the back of your neck is where your nerve center hits to go up to the brain. And once that sun hits it, it turns red. Now mine might too, but the color I am, I can't see no red. Right. So we look at them old egg and crackers talking and talking and talking. And then one day they pass out dead. Now, my brother, who's dead now, we was eating the Red Cross table, and we see this white boy fall out. My brother swore it was cheese. He ain't ate no cheese since that day. (laughs) (laughs) You understand? And so when you stop and just say, wait a minute, God made Adam, and Adam said, God, I am lonely. And God didn't say, how can you be lonely when ain't nobody on the planet but you? You ain't talking to the Pope. Right. You ain't talking to the preacher. You talking to the boss. I didn't make but one you, so explain to me how you know lonely. 9,000 years ago, the story said God told the Jews, I'm come rescue y'all tonight. God said, put the blood on the door. And I said, wait a minute, God, you mean you made the moon, the stars, the sun? all the oceans and all the water, but if I'm putting blood on the door, you don't know I'm in there. Oh, come on, y'all got to give me a better story than this. Right. So when you start unwinding and unfolding and then looking at the rhythm, you see where this radio going to be 20 years from now? Man, you be in bed and you can do it from there. Mm. That's where technology is going. Right. You know, if you got your little car key, you leave here, you push your button and your door open. You can take that key and walk from here all the way to California and push it, and not another car door going to open with yours. Right. That's technology. It's a toy. You're not even trained what this is about. If you can do that, what else can they do? So this is what the game is. Right. Malaysian airline disappeared. We got trillions of dollars, man, of satellites in outer space. You mean one of them didn't see that plane? Right, and nobody can find it. But the Greyhound bus ain't never disappeared. Hmm? Right, greyhound bus never disappear. So how you gonna lose a greyhound? This is the game.
0: Right. How do you how do you see and what do you think we should be looking at when this upcoming election?
1: You ain't qualified. This ain't for you. Just think about the Jews in Germany. Hitler didn't cut them in. Y'all think y'all cut in on something? Mm. You go to war. You go to Korea, Korean blow your foot off. That Korean can come over here and open up a store around the corner from where you live, but you can't open up one. And you think this is about you? About you, huh? The black man. Every time you look around, they killed another one. They killed another. You ain't gonna do nothing. But tell you what, that white boy, but he better not mess with your car. Mm. I'm 85 years old. In my life, I never heard a black man say, that racist cop took his nice chicken and hit my car. And you haven't either. Okay? Right. Why? Because I call my woman strong and my car beautiful. Hmm? And she believes that. Do you know a black woman is the only woman on the planet that go to a place called a beauty parlor? (laughs) If I go to a beauty parlor, I must think I'm ugly. Right. All over the world, it's called hair salon. Except her beauty parlor. Are you crazy? But why do they shoot her shoot my son in the back of the head? But they never shot my car. Hmm? Mm. The mindset, the research thing. Hmm? Ugly God, the universal God. they made no ugly people. Hmm? Made no ugly people. And so, how can I be convinced that she's ugly and convince her? What I see is something so fabulous. The white boy says she can't be beautiful if she don't look like my sister or my wife. Mm-hmm. But I see something. So I say, you a strong sister, because I can't say that but I see something that's there. So now the whole thing is about to change. It's too late to change, but it's there. huh? How can black folks be stupid enough to buy drugs from the great-grandson of the slave master and don't know what they're putting in it? Mm. But you think you smart? Are you crazy? You're going to let that punk sell you something? Huh? And so now with the research, I, mean, I, I see a lot of stuff now with the research, I paid $2 million to get the scientists to come to America. Mm. <laughs> I wanted research on mother's milk. <clears throat> That's simple. So my man called me. And he said, we located <clears throat> what you would need at the number one, $1 million dollars. You said, well, it's two of them. Hmm? I said, well, so I'm gonna give them a million dollars apiece. But they have to do it at a black hospital. I took Flint and Goodledge in 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 New Orleans. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so they get off the plane. So what are you looking for? I said, let me explain one thing to you. There are some Negroes you can mess with and some you can't. I'm one of the ones you can't, okay? <laughs> you think I'm paid you, your check's already been cashed, and I'm going to tell you what I'm looking for? Huh? You got to be crazy. So then we started, and I don't know if you ever had a baby and the wife nursed it or seen her. Uh, yeah. When they nursing the right breast, the left breast leaks. Hmm? Right. These persons are the authority. They thought it was milk. I said, come on. You don't know. You didn't test it. Well, let's test it. We sent it to the lab. It's poison. All the poison that woman had since she'd been on the planet, the universe of God pushes it out so the baby can't get it. Oh, wow. Okay? So then we test it. And the guy said to me, Jesus, there's some poison here we never heard of. He says, universal law. Universal law. And so consequently, after it was over, I kicked him back to the airport. And I said, well, now I'll tell you what I'm looking for. If my mama's 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 mama, eight generations of black men, nanny Joe children, I want one day how many more generations before they come niggas. That's all I want. <laughs> That's all. No more. I mean, I know if my mother's getting me roach, Duke, and sometimes I'm going to be crawling around up on the wall peeping. And you hear the old black folks say, these roaches really smart. They don't come out to my company here. Right. Well, because they know you ain't gonna be slapping that no roach in front of your company. <laughs> <laughs> no. And so all of this here, when you put that together and start looking at it, here's the authority. Not a woman, a white boy. Hmm? The 13th, 14th, 15th Amendment legalized white men, black men with the right to vote. We didn't get it, but legally it was there. Right. Hmm? A white woman didn't get the right to vote till 1921. That was his wife, his mother, his daughter, his girlfriend. Right. I said, gee, if he treats his mother like this, maybe my mother better not come out the house. Right. And so in 1921, they got the right. Fighting the system, going to jail, murdered. Now, here's the incredible thing. If a white woman is framed for something she didn't do, how's she gonna get the jewelry of her peers? That in order to save in the jewelry, you have to be registered to vote. That's right. Okay. So when you start unwinding all of that, and all of that, and all of that, somebody said, "You was in Spain. They actually was was Trump gay?" Anybody who ain't a fool know it. How you know he ain't never said nothing about homosexuals? That's simple. He watch, he watch that hand. <laughs> he can't hide that. You no, can't hide that. And is, well, he one of them white boys that's gay but hate women. That's supposed to be the cover up. Mm-hmm. And then always flaunts, not beautiful women. Wives he mad to is glamorous. That shit come off at night. Mm-hmm. Okay? This is what the game is. It's a game, man. And a boy, a fool. Ain't he crazy? You know? If I'm crazy and I go murder five people, I can't go to electric chair. You got privileges for crazy people. We don't right. give him privileges. He's crazy. He ain't got no money. Where'd it come from? His daddy. Who's his daddy? How come somebody ain't wrote a book about him? Yeah. Where the money came from? That's all. So my whole thing is, yeah, I spend millions of dollars for research, but I don't have to. I lie to white folks like they lie to me. Mm. Where's Malaysian Airlines? It's in my backyard, Crocker. <laughs> Can you point proving nothing to you? Huh? Ask your mama, huh? This is what this is about, and so consequently, we know that if your trifling cousin come to town today, huh, and kill five white folks, they get an electric chair. If they did in Washington D.C., they don't have electric chairs in Washington D.C., so they move the trial to Virginia, right? Where they can kill them, huh? If Prince Charles' old drug addict sons come over here, bunch of thugs, and kill. Ninety white folks, you know they ain't gonna get the lecture chair, but you don't wanna think about it because that makes you something below what God meant for you to be. That's mm. how it works. That's how it works. It's that simple. So I've been, I've been, I've been looking at presidents' consciousness. Born in '32, so when I got conscious, I'm looking at presidents, and I ain't never known in my lifetime over two president had somebody go over the fence. The brothers in, they go every day, in the morning, 12 noon for lunch. So if I was president, I would invite them. I said, y'all don't have to climb over no fence. There's a little gate over here. Bring your mother, your children, your daughter, because I just hired 30,000 cannibals to eat your ass. (laughs) You come over. Y'all will be lunch. Y'all will be dinner. So take a bath, okay, and just come on over here. Welcome to this is a game. Look, you the president and a whole staff of people is hired to guard you, and then chumps up on the rooftop, ain't fired a shot. Well, who y'all guarding? Huh? All them dogs you can train, you don't let none of them go? Hmm? The last time they did it, the, the White House door was open. Mm. Huh? They said, well, how come you turn the, 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 the thing off the door? It makes too much noise. Hmm? Makes too much noise. So this is the game. Are you really crazy enough to believe? You, How long have you been working here?
0: I've uh, been about eight months now. Okay. A... How long have you been in radio? Oh, since 1993. Okay,
1: 1993. Are you really stupid enough to believe that if I
0: hire here,
1: tomorrow I get the keys to all y'all? You really believe some stupid president has the code to push the nuclear bomb? Are you crazy? Mm. Huh? Only them, most presidents ain't never had chemistry. Mm. Only them killing generals, man, know what that code is, and they will push it. You yeah. know, hey, if you became president today, how long can you be president under the law? Eight years. Okay, so eight years. So you hire the head of the CIA, the head of that. Man, do you realize the people that run that been that for forty years? Mm. It's two sets of books. Yeah. Huh? The ones you hired and the ones are the real ones. Right. You get home, look at a penny, man. Now white American businessmen are the most brilliant businessmen on the planet. Brilliant. Because they'll kill God. They kill Jesus. You mm. told a Christian like me to call it a good day. I called it a Good Friday. Hmm? The day you kill my Jesus, you can tell me it's a good day. A good day. And then the lie says he killed Jesus on Friday. And he rose in three days. Count on your finger. Kill over Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Easter is Easter Monday all over the world. (laughs) And the only place they honor that is the White House Easter egg hunt. It's on Easter Monday. What is Easter? It's a Latin word. It means Esther. What does that mean? Fertility. It's about sex. Why do you think it's represented by a rabbit? You know, baby chick. Think about that. Mm. And then if that's not bad enough... One year Easter come in March, another year come in April. Oh, now I'll let you slide the day around, but you're not going to slide the month around. Like I said, Easter is a Latin word. It means Esther, fertility. Easter is always the first Monday after the first new moon, after the first full moon, after the spring equinox. Moon, equinox. Go home tonight and open up your eyes wide and you see the full moon. You see, same thing we're looking at the full moon. Right. This black dot and all that stuff around it. That's, okay. So what it said, Easter is the first Monday after the first new moon, at the first full moon, after the spring aqua now, Why the rabbit? The only thing on this planet that has life in it, have more, the rabbit, has more litters than any other thing with life in it. The mm-hmm. rabbit. The baby chick. Open up the eyes. And look at your eyes. You see, the same thing, the full moon. Mm-hmm. So we celebrating stuff this chump gave us. We don't even know what it means mm-hmm. in no shape, form, or fashion. They got us believing Cracker is a racial term. It's not. I used to work the floods in St. Louis. I don't know if I mentioned it. Mm-hmm. My brother and I. And the white boy right in the back of his neck turns red. Mine can't turn red. Right. It probably That's where Red came from. That's where Red Knight Cracker, it looked like a soda cracker that you wet and dried. Okay. That's where it came from. Honky, honky. Prostitution is for the benefit of white men. Right. Okay. So if they came to this town for a mass convention all over the world, they ain't going to have sex here with all the canvas here. So the whole house is usually 40 50 miles away. Okay. Richard Pryor's grandmother ran the whole house in Peoria, Illinois in Peoria, and his mother was the hoe. So right. the big boys would come from Chicago, 90 miles away, so couldn't have I see them. And so when you drove them down there, you pulled in the house and go honk, honk. That's where the
0: word honky comes from. And that's from. where honky came from.
1: You hear what I'm saying?
0: Mr. Dick Gregory, thank you for being in the My building pleasure, with us today. My pleasure, Give it up for Dick Gregory, all man. All right. Yes, sir. Thank you. It's the Ad Lover Show with Moni Love with Dick Gregory. Love this, man. Thank you. This Ed Lover podcast is being done in conjunction with Cigars International. Make sure you check out cigarsinternational.com for all your cigar needs. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced and engineered by co-executive producers Kimana Paulus and Krista Hayes. Recorded at Mean Street Studios in downtown Atlanta, Georgia, this is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast.